Yes, my friends, and welcome back to the John Mahon Show, but it's a podcast. Hell yes. Powered by Forever Freaking Loud. Forever-loud.com for all your alternative music and culture needs. And the thing in which gives this show all of its je ne sais quoi. Yeah, and coming up on this show, like a TV show for the visually impaired... We have Blind Channel. Wow. Do you like that? I don't know. <laughs> like, there's a Blind Channel, like, you, you know, t- yeah. a TV show for the... I, I see where you went with it. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's the best I could do or in the 30 seconds I had leading up to this intro. <laughs> or trying to swim from England to France with your eyes closed. Yeah. You wouldn't say that, though, would you? I'm, oh, I'm going to swim across to France with my eyes closed. Oh, you're doing a blind channel, are you? No one's going to say that. Whereas if you had a TV show specifically for the visually impaired, yeah, it would be a blind channel. Channel for the blind. Anyway, we've also got Jacob from Superlove who joins us just before they played a gig. In uh, I can't remember where they were, but he was backstage, which we were like, oh, is the Wi-Fi going to be okay? But it was. It was indeed, yeah. And not only that, it was literally the night before that album dropped as well, which gave a double amount of chaos. You got backstage energy and you've got album release Eve energy going on simultaneously, like an atom collision in a hydrogen collider. Yeah, so much super love energy going on. Super love. And then, uh, was it Nico? (laughs) Who's the guy from... Channel. And then we talked to Nico from Blind Channel ahead of their download performance and also talked about Electric Callboy going on tour with them. Yep. Talked about a bit of their Eurovision history. Yep. And he was a very nice man. Yep. And very funny man as well. If in this episode you hear us reacting to anything at any point in time, it'll be us talking around the musical parts of it because... You can't play music on podcasts, but you can play music on YouTube. So if you did want to go and watch the full reactions in all of their glory, make sure you head over to the John Mahon Show YouTube channel to dig all of those out. Yeah. Should we get into it? I think we should. My friends, welcome to episode seven of the John Mahon Show, but it's a podcast. Yes, my friends, and welcome back to the John Mahon Show, live across YouTube and Twitch, powered as always by Forever Loud. We're back, baby. Yeah, we are. Little hiatus, little week-long hiatus. Yeah, and we're actually about to go on another one. We'll get to that in a second. But how the fuck are you, Ollie? I'm good, man. How are you? How are you, Jonathan? Good. I mean, it's not, it hasn't been that long since I saw you last. It really hasn't, has it? We last saw each other on Sunday. Sunday, fun day, slam me D day. It was a very, very fun day, Sunday. It was a fun day, Sunday. Very big, More of that later, though. Yeah, very big day of press for us. We had an absolute blast. We'll talk about the slam dunk special. Also, but yeah, if you're, if you, well, after this, obviously, if you want to see what we got up to slam dunk, you can go on the JMTV YouTube channel right now. Or you can go to foreverloud.hyphen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know my own website. <coughs> forever-loud.com 
There we go. Oh, just just Google it. Fucking hell. Yeah, just search Forever Loud because it's up on there as well. It's up. If on you the Google Forever Loud, it'll come up. Good as it <sighs> should. Should we talk about what we got coming up today? Yes, we've got some special guests back live with us. Yeah. The last episode we just it was just us. It was just chatting. Us yeah, chatting shit. You had, but now we've got some super special guests. Yeah, to be fair, we we did well on that last episode to rifle through a lot of fucking topics. Yeah, yeah, we pretty much. I mean, we played the whole Sleep Token album pretty much. <laughs> and yeah, if you missed that as well, my friends, you can watch it on YouTube. Everything's but, available for free because we're it's like we're like just such good good guys, aren't we? We're good guys for now, but the Patreon is coming. It's, giving you free content the patreon i'm very excited to launch the patreon actually it's gonna be uh some nudie photos of john on there maybe <laughs> maybe we don't know Is we don't know what we're gonna put on there <laughs> don't get demonetized we'll get taken off switch anyway like, like the heavy music awards that time <laughs> oh yeah shout out to milky for that performance shout out to milky uh, do you know what annoyed me by that it's like oh it's a girl nipple Fucking Toby from Trash Boat was pretty much. He had naked. less clothes on the milk. He had did. less clothes on than Milky did. I'm fairly sure he was topless. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, today's show, we keep getting off topic. My friends, you probably want to know what we're doing today, don't you? I want to know. What, what are we doing? No one tells we, me anything. We have got <laughs> two massive guests joining us in about 10 minutes. We have Blind Channel on the show ahead of their performance at Download Festival this weekend. Going to talk to Nico about how excited they are. Very cool European band. Yeah. Who were, I didn't know, but were on Eurovision a few years ago. They were indeed. And you are a fan of Eurovision, as we found out in a previous episode. I am now. You went to a Eurovision party a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, spicy shirt. But we'll talk to Nico about... um, the growing, ever-growing metal presence at um, Eurovision. Yeah. Which and is also, quite, a cool, quite a cool thing, I think. And also the fact that that one band this year blatantly just ripped off Electric Callboy. Yeah, I did notice that. <laughs> I thought there was one as well. <laughs> there, there was one song as well. I can't remember who it was by, but the intro was like um, Paradise Eve by Bring Me. <gasps> I, I, I said it at the time. I was like, this sounds like Bring Me. No way. Yeah. The, the the whatever chant it is someone did tell me i got told ages ago like the chance like it's from somewhere in europe it's like Ooh, we've got a blind channel fan in the chat let's go favorite band ever let's well, go connie in fact let's shout out ever. some people in the chat shout out to cookie saying i should wear green more often thank you we've also got reptilica saying great presenting great guests yes elliot love you my boy great presenting average presenting yeah, but great a, guests you're a phenomenal presenter bro <laughs> i won't have you say any less you're an absolute natural on the microphone you couldn't present a cat <laughs> shout out to anyone that's <clears throat> shout out alan partridge fans <laughs> alan partridge quote though. i do love the fact that every now and then ollie slips in some absolute magical liners uh yeah Usually very niche references that I, you know, <laughs> that I will get and a handful of people. <laughs> Makes me laugh. Though. I'm absolutely here for him. And Kaz says, I'd give a kidney to be going to Download Festival. Well, I don't know if they accept kidneys, but we'll ask. <laughs> we'll find out. Also, who's joining us on Banty Thursday? By the way, my friends, happy Banty Thursday for those that celebrate. We've gone for two artists with a very similar sound. Yeah. 
my favorite metal band, 21 Pilots. Yeah. And your my... favorite pop EDM group. Yeah. Canock to Loose. Canock to Loose, fresh off the stage at Coachella, off, off. Yeah. We never, I don't think we ever spoke about that, but that was amazing. Yeah. That was silly. That was no barrier at Coachella. Yeah. Like... Checking they did it on purpose. They were like, or they, they requested it. Oh, 100%. That's part of the rider for those boys. It's like, we do not want a fucking barrier for a true Not Lose show. Yeah. But it, it was just so nice to see that at the fucking... Because usually Coachella's... It's got a reputation of fans just not really there for the music. Yeah. But to see that many, that many people fucking going nuts. And Billie Eilish was watching side stage. Yeah. Well. What a little legend. Hell Yeah. I do love the fact that Billie Eilish quite clearly is an emo kid at heart. The thing Most is... Much like Matty from 1975, who just... Matty, Post Malone... Yeah, Posty. Fucking Demi Lovato. Yep. All emo metal kids, really, at heart. Who all made it big on the great stage. Yeah. The great stage of life. <laughs> Yep. Oh, right then, my friends, before Blind Channel <laughs> jump on the show, one thing that's going to be a constant throughout today's broadcast is we are talking about Download Festival 2023. And if you are going to download this year, we want to know the bands that you are most excited to see. If you're not going to download, we want to know the bands that if you were going to download, you would be seeing. So that's a bit harsh, though, isn't it? Is it? Tell us who you wish you were seeing next weekend while you're sat at home. <laughs> being miserable <laughs> they don't necessarily have to be sat at home being miserable like, if you're not going to download <laughs> sit and be sad <laughs> Listen, oh, yeah. oh my god you don't have to sit and be sad my friends you can well actually you can go out and be sad <laughs> you can That's go it. out and be sad and also make sure you keep your eyes and ears peeled on our social media accounts at forever loud and at john mahoncho because we will be we'll be there we'll be there we'll be keeping you posted on everything that happens throughout the course of the weekend hopefully chatting <laughs> to some bands and that hell yeah speaking of bands that i really want to chat to on that thursday i'd love to speak to kia from fearless vampire killers i'm sure we can sort that out yeah i'd love to chat to kia i miss that boy and he's been crushing it yeah i haven't seen him in, in a few years it's been a while since kia has emerged in, now he's in the gig bloody scene. BBC famous. He is indeed, yeah. Chefing it up with his condiment range. Condomaniac. 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 Great name. Great pun. Should Love. we check out some some of the artists on the on the lineup? Hell yeah. I I was thinking this. Does it seem like there's less bands per day than usual? Yeah, for sure. And I'm a big fan of this. Me too. I'm, I'm a I was big, big this. fan of this. I think it might be, e it's going to be easier to go and see more bands. Yeah. By the sounds of it, there's still four stages, but it looks as though they've gone for five to six band bills for each yeah. of those stages, which is a lot tidier. It makes the Clash Nightmare a little bit less horrible if it is the case that people are going to be rotating around the festival yeah because i oh, my only complaint is because <clears throat> many because i'm an old man but the walking you have to do a download it's a lot sometimes and it's like sometimes it's just impossible to make to like get from one side to the other to catch certain bands at certain yeah. times because it's like oh by the time i get there they'll finish the set yeah and then it's a bloody nightmare but this seems very like, hilly yeah this seems like very nicely sort of plus as well i think on that thursday they're only having two stages 
which I think could provide a little bit what bigger crowd. The two main stages, or no? So I think I don't. That be. I was going to say that's quite big for. uh... I think it's the main stage and then the dog tooth stage that they've just got open on the Thursday, and then they bring out the other two stages: the second stage and the avalanche stage. That makes sense. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because the dog tooth is quite well where it's been in the past is quite nearish. Well, it's like. the yeah. gates the main gates yeah but then you can sort of see the main stage from the dog suit stage yeah. so yeah it keeps it all in a funnel nice a nice funnel well speaking of that thursday actually very tasty lineup on that thursday got punk rock factory shout out to tigress as well mimi barks you like mom jeans don't you i do like mom jeans and the band <laughs> um <laughs> more of that yeah they're great last album was bloody banger Hell yeah. We've also got Mammoth WVH, Eddie's Wolf Van Halen, which I, it took me ages to figure out that's what it meant. Yeah. WVH. Yeah. I was like, what's the WVH? (laughs) (laughs) What is this acronym? Who else have we got? I'll tell you what, Cancer Bats. Ronnie says, Skindred are headlining the second stage on the Thursday. Oh, really? So whatever the second stage is, Ah. maybe they'll have a tent and the two main stages. Oh yeah. But that's, where Five Finger were meant to be, wasn't it? Well, Five Finger Death Punch done a set like that. Surely they'd have been on the main stage like just before. If that. The, I mean, they'd take headlining a second stage, wouldn't they? If it is like a second stage, the the second stage. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. They a haven't week. released. Do you know what, John? A week today. A week today. Oh yeah, it will be, Bloody wouldn't it? Hell. Download a week today. Yeah, actually, let's shout out some more people who are watching right now. Connie Dawes says, I'll be seeing Blind Channel, Bring Me the Horizon, Slip, Not the Blackout, Dalica, and more. We've also got Kaz, who says, Caskets are one hell of a live band. Big shout. And Elliot said something about download, saying, we'll see you there. I'm excited for Ice Nine Kills, Pendulum, and, of course, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, we'll get to that Friday now, because that Friday is silly, man. Like, the lineup on that Friday. Some of the most diverse festival booking I have ever seen on that. I'm interested to see who's on. Do you know the the stage splits at all? So... Because I imagine... Because I'm imagining... I'm hoping Pendulum Architects bring me. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. I'm I like, I'm, I'm, I'm 99% certain it goes neck deep. Pendulum Architects bring me. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> I think Architects clash with Evanescence from what I've heard. Did we talk about Stage that? They splits are out now. Are well, they? Tell us where they are. Download festival. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, look at us like idiots. <laughs> I guess it's on the app, isn't it? Um, uh, one sec, click on, click on each one, the Apex, Apex. days. So Thursday. All oh, right, okay, now we're cooking with gas. Yeah, so five bands on the main stage. So the Apex stage is the main stage. Yeah. So the main stage on the Thursday, let's do this actually, let's break down the stage splits. So main stage Thursday. Oh, in fact, actually, we're going to have to hit pause on that, my friends, because speaking of Download Festival, joining us now on the show, we have a man who will be performing at Download Festival 2023 alongside his band's Blind Channel. My friends, show some love for Nico! 
Hello. What's up, guys? Hey, my friend. How you doing? Awesome. Sorry. Yeah. Just got just got in here. How you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? Where whereabouts in the world are you right now? Uh, I'm actually uh, I'm in Oulu, in northern Finland, the city where we uh, where we're from, where we started the band uh, ten years ago. I'm just like we're having a holiday right here, right now. Yeah. So just chilling out. Pre-download. When do you head over to to the UK? Or Europe? Well, yeah, you're in Europe anyway. Uh, the tour, like the the festival season starts next week. I think it's uh, Tuesday when it starts. So uh, I'm not really sure when we're heading to the <laughs> UK, but <laughs> we're going to do a couple of festivals before download uh, just to get up to speed, you know, get the heat going. Um, and then then we're going to hit the UK and uh, come to download. Yeah. Damn, that is awesome, my friend. And I do love the rock star nature of it as well, where you're like, oh, fuck it. Someone tell me where to be and when. That's what, that's what TMs <laughs> yeah. are for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Like, somebody tell me when the plane leaves and I'll be, I'll be on board. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, let's talk about the last time that you were in the United Kingdom. It was in support of Electric Callboy. I do believe on their headline run. And I was fortunate enough to catch you guys at the London show at the Apollo. And I got to say, first time seeing you guys and like, holy shit, the wall of noise live that is Blind Channel. Like there was people in that room who were literally walking in through the doors, hearing your sound and just started dancing like immediately. <laughs> like it's infectious, dude. Like how, how was that run of shows for you and the boys? Uh, it was it was amazing. Like the, the whole tour was uh, was amazing, and we've always loved like performing in the UK. And yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a fun tour. And I think the tour ended at the London show, so there was like a lot of like festivities in yeah. the air. Like it was it was just amazing. A great 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 party. Hell yeah, because you came out with Electric Callboy, didn't you, at the end of their set, and you had like a big like touring party on stage moment. Yeah, yeah, they they do that. Like, we love we love the guys that like the cowboy, and they always have this thing that when it's the last day of the tour, they just invite everyone on stage. And yeah, we had a lot of fun. Sick. That's awesome. That was cool. Was there any sort of tour pranks going on with those guys? Uh not 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 too much on this tour. Like I I think on this tour we were everyone was a bit busy. I think probably because like Electric Cowboy they had this. Uh, they had a huge production with them. And oh yeah, of course. A lot of production with us as well. So not that many pranks, but we did those. We did some pranks like uh, the last time we were on tour with them. I think it was something like we had uh, photo photos of us and we just uh, <laughs> put them all around their sets. Like they when they when they go to the mic stand, there's a, like photo of me like looking at them. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Amazing. So, so, Memory kind of thing. Yeah, we've done a lot, of, a lot of pranks, yeah. Oh, that's phenomenal. I mean, if there wasn't that much pranking on this tour, was there a bit of partying? Because Electric Callboy do strike me as a band who at the end of the set, they are like beers. Yeah, like, holy shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was definitely partying. And even, like, this tour, and, like, we've known the guys for, for two years now, um, and... Like well, we're from Finland, and we always thought that we're the we're the best in drinking, like vodka, drinking anything. Like, <laughs> like give 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 us any band, and we will out drink them, them any any time, <laughs> any day. But then, like, it turns out like those guys like to party as well. 
So we we had some crazy parties going on. I think there's a lot of uh, lot of nations that are sort of like we're the best drinkers. I think the British people f- we think we're the best drinkers, but I think we just drink the most, and but we end up passing out quicker than most. Yeah, people. like the, the end the end result of British drinking is usually embarrassment. Where I feel like Europeans have like a class to them, the drunker that they get, like, and then it's either mischievousness that comes out <laughs> on the other side once the drinks start flowing. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, do you do you guys know Purple Rain, the drink? I think I've heard of it. What what's what does it consist of? I don't really know, but like some of our like listeners in the UK, they were like, you have to drive a purple drink. Like it's an awesome fucking drink and it's going to get you fucked up. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And then after one show, I was like, can, can someone order me a purple, purple rain? I think it was. And yeah, then it, it wasn't that bad actually. <laughs> yeah. I still, I was still on my feet after that. Let's go. We actually have some, because we're live right now, we have some people in the chat saying they do recognize the Purple Rain beverage. So we might have to go digging yeah. those out at festival season. Connie says she uh, met you outside Rock City in Nottingham, I believe. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I remember that. Hell yeah. What a venue as well. Shout out Rock City, one of the big historic venues yep. in the UK. But Nico, one thing that I wanted to talk to you about was... That night on the Electric Cowboy Tour is my first time seeing you guys live. And it was like, I heard your material beforehand, but I wasn't quite prepared for the fact that you almost sound heavier live than you do on record. Like on record, the production is really polished and fine. Whereas live, you guys seem to have a, like an extra gear. Like, is that coincidental or is that something that was by nature where you're like, in actual fact, let's make the, the songs that we write for people to listen to almost sound a little bit softer. So when they see live it really is a sucker punch around the face uh i'm not sure like i think i also think think that we're sound a bit more heavier maybe it's because there's like more adrenaline involved during <laughs> yeah. the during the live shows and everybody's just ripping their instruments heavier or something like that the drummer is hitting a bit harder than he did on the studio maybe something like that and it really got us inspired because like um, we've seen a lot of like videos or heard heard we've also heard through videos and stuff like how we sound live and we were like we also felt that like we're we sound heavier live than we do in the studio which is kind of like what inspired the next album we're gonna record this summer Ooh. um we we want it to be like we want to be as heavy on the album as we are um in the in the live set so yeah it really got us inspired maybe it's just i i'd say it has something to do with adrenaline or maybe yeah. uh maybe our sound engineer like who does that does our shows maybe he just does a really heavy job just maybe throws everything it. up like, <laughs> just the low end. yeah but yeah we really like that i was gonna ask um obviously you're from finland growing up what was your sort of influences because i know like a lot of the scandinavian countries have very into their metal and heavier music but i think you your sound i get a lot of like new metal and a lot of like american influences what were you listening to sort of growing up like um like i'm original like i'm the i'm the weirdo in the band because like <laughs> all the guys have this very metal background and yeah. i came from like hip-hop kind of thing uh, i i was producing beats for rappers i had my own rap posse and so on <laughs> what, what was your rap posse called 
<laughs> I don't remember what was it called. We had a lot of names, and they're Finnish names that wouldn't make any oh, sense. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, we had like we had this rap posse kind of thing. But I also like I always loved like rock music. Linkin Park was my favorite band. Yeah, and I think even. Uh, the other guys, even though they were from heavier backgrounds, they were listening to In Planes or Children of Bottom or whatever. Um, and they loved Linkin Park as well. And that's what brought us together. Like they started a band and they needed a rapper. And I always wanted to play with a rock band that kind of started it. So Linkin Park was like a huge influence. We didn't have any new metal bands in Finland at the time. So we had just, we had MTV though. Uh, <laughs> and we were just listening to Limbisky, Linkin Park, all those kind of bands. Like those influenced our sound a lot. So we were talking about this the other day. It's like I think that's the last time I can remember where rock and hip hop were really connected and as in the mainstream. And I think that's that's all music needs to come back. I reckon it's having a bit of a resurgence with artists like you know uh, Trippy Red and like MGK with those collabs where they do start blurring yeah. the lines a little bit and taking like you know like Little Wayne was on that last MGK record on two different songs like one more rocky sounding one and then a rappier sounding one. So like I think bands are starting to creep into like allowing those sounds. And as someone who does come from the rap world previously, Nico, those collaborations is that something that Blind Channel will be looking for in the future because collaborations obviously are such a massive part of modern music yeah definitely like um we're always down for like making making cool songs with cool people like that's we're always down for something like that actually we have some cool collaborations in mind we all already in talks that some 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 are probably gonna happen for the next album and we're always down to like we're not how do you say like yeah, we're definitely a rock band, but when it comes to music, we love all kinds of music. Like I still listen to a lot of like rappers and even pop artists, whatever. Like if you're doing your thing, we respect that, and we listen to all kinds of music, and we're always down for collaborating with like anyone who has their own thing. And we feel like it's all about the song, actually. Like if we have a cool song, and we feel like uh, like this this song could really use some of this like if the song works that that's it like let's just do it like who no matter what what genre or what kind of artist wants to collaborate we're always down for it hell yeah and you mentioned like your influences being all over the place whose idea was it like who bought the idea to the table of covering left outside alone by anastasia because <laughs> honestly that is one of my top five favorite covers of all time and like i think is i had no idea that you covered that song until i saw you play it live and like you started playing and i was like hold on is this what i think it is and then all of a sudden like like your pipes carry that song so hard because obviously anastasia's got such a one-on-one -one voice but your pipes do it justice man yeah who brought that to the table uh i think that came like uh it was during it was just in the beginning of kobe we were all under lockdown and uh are like we we have this like guilty pleasure playlist kind of thing uh <laughs> that is only like uh the pop hits in the beginning of the 2000s and it's a pop hit list and i think like our guitarist jonas and uh the uh our other singer Joel, they were listening to it and left outside came like the song just came on and they were like wow this is like this sounds really awesome like and then they already had a riff in mind like if we would do a song like this we would do it like this and then they called me like we had the like craziest idea and when i went to see them in the studio they already had some kind of like version ready like what do you think and i was like this is awesome let's just do it oh 
That is phenomenal. Because, yeah, like that cover slaps so hard, man. My, so hard. My girlfriend and her mum went to see Anastasia last year in Birmingham. <laughs> wow. But, awesome. Anastasia was still touring. Yeah. She did the 20th year anniversary. I think it was it was of that album, but obviously it got postponed because of COVID uh, a few years. But yeah, it's been 20 years since. But I remember listening to like her in the car with my mum or something. And I was like, she has got some songs. Oh, hell yeah. Big songs. Hell yeah. And your voice absolutely does it justice, Nico. Like, we need, we need more. Thank you. Naughties <laughs> rock covers. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of the, the popular culture, obviously, you guys are very well versed in possibly one of the most infamous showcases of music within popular culture, the Eurovision Song Contest. And this year, there was a heavier alternative influence than it seems like there has been imposed years i mean even like that sort of that cha 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 song that just sounded yeah. like an electric callboy track voyager from australia were in this year's who are like a sort of genty proggy band yeah like i feel like eurovision is ahead of the times when it comes to getting in like niche metal, niche metal yeah. Yeah. <laughs> into like, the mainstream what, yeah what were your experiences like being a part of that whole production and that whole show like what what was it like as the band members doing that um, I think it was a really cool experience and it helped us a lot. It was also like, uh, you learn a lot during that time, like, cause it's, it's a big production. Like, oh, I yeah. think it's like biggest in the world, uh, similar to like, maybe just after Super Bowl in the, in the U S or maybe Super Bowl's bigger. I'm, I'm not sure actually, but it's like, let's just say it's one of the most biggest productions in the world. Hell yeah. So like being a part of that as a band it was like you you don't really sleep at all it's a it's a busy two weeks and you need to be on stage uh, performing your best every time and you also need to be on interviews and meeting fans and it's also hectic and you don't get a lot of sleep and you don't really have time to eat anything and it's a really cute like really good school for like now that we've been doing this like more traditional way on a bigger level though but the more traditional rock bandish kind of thing that we're doing now, there's a lot of similarities. You don't always mm. have time to sleep or <laughs> eat, and you always have to like put on your best show when you're on stage. So it kind of like we learned it during that time, uh, doing that show. So it it was really good and a good experience. Like we also feel like one time was enough. Yeah, <laughs> <Hell> yeah, <laughs> yeah. One time was enough. Like now we're happy to concentrate on being uh, the more traditional kind of rock band. But like it was a good experience and we, we learned a lot of joining. Well, that year, it's, there's a couple of success stories. You guys and of course Maniskin were on that year. So they, and they won it, didn't they? And I think it's in the past Eurovision seemed like, oh, what do they do after Eurovision? Whereas you guys and them have seemed to smash it. Yeah. And what I find awesome as well is the fact that like, you aren't synonymous with Eurovision. Like oh, the, no, I didn't. Yeah, know. yeah. Like, <laughs> I had no idea that you were on it until we started researching for this intro. I was like, oh, no way. Holy shit, they're on Eurovision. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're actually pretty happy about that. We wanted to do it that way because there are, like, some artists, like, maybe it's the way Eurovision has been in the past. The, the artists that go to go and be a part of that format, they can't really let go of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's always, like, every time they name, their name comes up, it's always like, yeah, they're that Eurovision group, that group, like, yeah. and we always like, we, our dream was never be a, being a part of Eurovision. It was just something we had to do that like COVID was going on. Yep. We couldn't play shows and we wanted to like, just keep executing our plan to make, get our 
uh, music to the people. And that seemed like a good format to do it. And like after that, we kind of decided that that was fun. It was a really cool experience. We learned experience. We learned a lot. But right now we need to be moving on, and we did. So I'm. It actually makes makes me pretty happy to hear that like people don't see us as a like Eurovision band. That like holy shit, you guys were in Eurovision, really? Like it, it, it's. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> Sick. Well, we're glad to reassure you on that front because yeah, like as as cool as cool as it is, like I'm not massive on it. I know Ollie watched it this year, and like we haven't really talked about it on the show. But like as far as like you know, cool things for someone to experience as. You you said like it's a mad show it's a mad production it's literally like a conveyor belt of artists performing all over the course of like one time slot so yeah like as you said it, it was kind of like a boot camp for being in a band because that's very much what festivals are festivals are just one stage go on then let's all have a go and let's all have a crack on it yeah yeah and speaking of festivals look, you look are at that back, segue <laughs> you're back in the uk this next sunday i believe at download festival yeah that's the day yeah you'll be reconnecting with your your boys in electric book cowboy there on the sunday i believe as well as slipknot headlining so what what a day to be be a download yeah our electric cowboy there too really yeah and they're on the same day as on you the same as well day as you, yep. oh shit we're gonna be drinking <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, just, I didn't remember that. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I just saw and, the hangover um, hit you it's prematurely as you heard that news. Electric Cowboy <laughs> and other some of your other friends, I prevail, are on the, the same day as well. Yeah, I, I actually yeah, I I remember like checking out that I prevail is gonna be there. That that's that's awesome. Like we had this crazy tour with them as well. Like we had so much fun. So Holy shit, it's like a reunion yeah. kind, of, kind of thing. Everybody's going to be there. We're going to have so much fun. <laughs> yeah, you are. Hopefully the beers are on ice already because I imagine quite a few are going to be consumed. But I mean, yeah, as Ollie was saying, it's a hell of a day at Download Fest. You've got bands like Slipknot, Parkway Drive, Ghost, Bad Religion, I Prevail, Electric Callboy, Behemoth, Behemoth, Amity Affliction, just to name a few. And I mean, like Sunday at Download as well, you'll be on the day that is closing out the festival. Like for some people, it's either day three of three, day four of four or day five of five. So it's a very long weekend and a band like yourselves with the energy that you have uh such a perfect fit for a sunday i mean is that something that you relish in where you do turn up and you're like cool everyone's been going at it this weekend let's inject a little bit of adrenaline into proceedings yeah like our music is a good cure for hungover like <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> it, it works that way so it's yeah I'm, I'm sure it's gonna work and also like it's gonna be our first time at download festival like we've never been there even as an audience and it was crazy because like uh since we were kids uh and we were just like we didn't have a band we were just watching youtube we saw all our yeah. favorite artists performing at download festival and now we're gonna be there so it's it's gonna be like it's gonna be our first time there and we're actually performing it feels crazy and we're like we're so hyped to do it it's gonna be so amazing on the 20th anniversary as well of download yeah what a year to be a part of yeah exactly crazy Hell yeah. Well, Nico, we can't thank you enough for your time today, my friend. Honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. We can't wait to see you next Sunday at Download Festival. Hell and yeah. before we get out of here, have you got a message to any Blind Channel fans? Anything you want people to listen to? Anything you want people to check out? Anything you want to say to them? 
to our listeners, fans, thank you so much. Keep doing what you do. Check out our new single, Happy Doomsday. Um, and we'll see you at the Download Festival, and we see you at every other show we're going to play. Thank you for doing what you do. And thank you guys for having, having no me worries. on the show. Thank you. Thanks for being a great, great guest. Yeah, hell yeah, Nico. Thank you so much. But friends, let's hear it for Nico from my channel. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, bro. That was perfect. Oh. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, what a nice guy. Hell yeah. What an absolute gentleman. And my friends, it goes without saying, if you are headed to Download Festival, it is an optional. You've got to go and see Blind Channel. Yeah, and as you were saying, Sunday, it's going to be a bit of a struggle for some people, but they've got the music to lift those spirits, lift those pints, pints in the air. <laughs> and uh, As Nico said, the band are out. a very good cure for a hangover. Which I can attest to, but it's a good um, tagline. It is, yeah. Just slap, slap that on the press release. But should we continue going through the rest of the bands? Let's let's bloody do it on this lineup because I think we got as far. We, got, we were on. Friday. Oh no, we, no, we, we we were looking at stage splits, weren't we? Yes, we were. Here we go. Right. So there's. So should we just do main stage first? Yeah. So yeah, first, yeah, we'll do st stage by stage. Thursday. Got um, Mammoth opening up. Solid opener for the main stage over the weekend. Bigger, bigger riffs. And Riff speaking man. of big, Ginger, potentially one of the biggest voices yeah. over the course of the week. I saw weekend. them at, a, at Bloodstock last year as one of the biggest crowds. And fucking that doesn't surprise they me. They rocked it, man. That does not surprise me. And they toured, they supported Bullet on tour last year. Bullet my this year. Well remembered, sir. Hailstorm as well. I mean, Lizzie Hales has got such a one of one voice as proved yeah. in the music awards with like that performance with Sophie Lloyd. Sophie comes out, just starts shredding this incredible solo whilst Lizzie's on the piano, just showing you a masterclass in vocals. A masterclass. A masterclass. In vocals. I literally want to see Alterbridge just to hear Metalingus. Yeah. When do they usually play it in the set? Is it like a starter or an end or is it like a mid set? Why are you asking me, John? I don't know. Well, you I you look like you've seen Alterbridge. <laughs> I've met Alterbridge. I remember on, we've interviewed them a bunch of times on Scuzz, but And a little fun fact, I the first one of the first guitars I had was a PRS Tremonti, which is Mark Tremonti, mm. the guitarist. Did you go? But he was also the guitarist from Creed, if you remember. Oh, of course, I remember. Can Creed. you take me higher? <laughs> Did you go to the Houses of Parliament that one time for the slash Miles Kennedy thing? No, did you? Yeah. I wasn't invited. Oh, <laughs> motherfuckers. Well, they, they played... I have been to the Houses of Parliament for a different event. Yeah, I slash, found it very strange. There. Slash had his album launched on the Houses of Parliament. Did he? Yeah. And then we've got Talica performing on Thursday night. And I, I might actually be DJing at the same time as Metallica at the that cocktail bar thing. You're headlining the cocktail bar. Yeah. Headlining the main stage. Who's gonna go which who's gonna have the bigger crowd? John or Metallica? Metallica. Yeah. I wanted Broke to be on the, I wanted to be on the same time as Metallica because I'm not gonna go and watch Metallica. Metallica hater. Yeah. Not the biggest Metallica fan. Let's look at the well, main stage. I heard they don't like you, John. <laughs> Oh, I'll take See, on. yeah, like very, I mean, I guess that's probably about normal for a day, isn't it? But it seems like less. 
One, two, six, three, seven. four, five, six, seven. Seven band bill for a main stage. That's, yeah, that's about right. I feel like the first half is quite... Uh, light. Quite light mm. for download. Over the Nova Twins obviously jumping in and yeah. ripping riffs like no one's biz. But a lot more pop and punkish. Yeah. Which but is I like the, by me. I like the fact that you got Stan Atlantic, Hot Milk and Neck Deep. I mean, imagine that as a three-band bill on a tour. Like that's, that's a headline tour that you could easily put in a Brixton Academy. Also, shout out Hot Milk. Bloody good slot, that is. It's a really Quite good high up. Really, really good slot. And then things get silly because it's Pendulum into Architects into Bring Me the I don't think I'm going to move from that stage. No, I'm not. You can't make no. me. You can't. Just only if The only way I'm moving is if we get invited up with Evanescence. <laughs> but, don't cry to me. <laughs> <laughs> Amy you're watching <laughs> you have got to i will do <laughs> the end of uh <laughs> bring me back to life <laughs> wake me <laughs> wake me up inside it's so good oh i just injected it to my face <laughs> but yeah i think bring me are gonna drop the greatest download festival headline set of all time personally you heard it here features, first people features galore i think we're getting sam coming out I think Amy's going to come out. Nova Twins are going to come out for one by one. Yeah. And I also think... What's Youngblood doing these days? He'll probably come out, won't he? I think Danny... Yeah, Youngblood. I think Donnie. <laughs> that's a great Youngblood. I'm Doncaster. That's a great Youngblood impression. That's an 11 out of 10 <laughs> Youngblood impression. I think we're also going to get Danny Filth coming out for Wonderful Life. Yeah. I don't know. He's probably... Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Got nothing else going on. Four features in one set. That'll do me. That'll do me nicely. What would Sam come out for? The Sadness, Sadness Never, Never Ends. Ends. I haven't heard that live in a while. We When did they play it? They played it recently. I have seen them play it live. Didn't they do it at the Malta throwback? Mm. And then Courtney come out and do Sam's bit? Mm. Courtney did come out. I want to say, was it for that or was it for but Chelsea Smile? It was Chelsea Smile. It was Chelsea Smile. Yeah. yeah. Let's look at this. Saturday. The Saturday. The Saturday at download. Polaris, great band. Yeah. Great Australian metalcore band. I love this Saturday as well. That Saturday main stage. Polaris, Fever 333. We'll check out their new single later on. Yeah, we'll do that a little react. Yeah, Fever are back, brand new band. New band. That's exciting. Jason. Yeah. New boiler suits, though. New boiler suits. Yeah, they look cool. Like pink tinged or orange tinged. Hell yeah. And... Ice Nine Kills. Ice Nine Kills. theatrical performance band. Hell yeah, who Elliot in the chat was excited about. I think they'll pull out all the stops for download as well. Yeah, I'm expecting Pyro. Because even at... uh, Do you reckon he'll come out in a coffin? Even at Malta, he had all the props and stuff. Yeah. How did he get a machete into Malta? I don't know. (laughs) It's probably like one of those... Fake like, like ro- toy, rubber like, ones, yeah, toy swords, yeah. But still, going through customs with that, they'd be like alarm bells, yeah. really <laughs> setting off. Speaking of alarm bells setting off, my alarm bells are going to be setting off during clutch because I fucking love. Do you love band. clutch? I fucking, I wouldn't love peg clutch. you for a <laughs> clutch fan. I wouldn't peg you either, bro. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Pegging aside, you're a clutch fan. Yeah. 
Can I peg you whilst <laughs> Fletcher playing? Oh, Randy's gone. <laughs> Just the prospect of being pegged whilst clutching in the background. <laughs> they make me weak and you let me moan. <laughs> I wouldn't, is, that, is that the phrase? I'm sure that I wouldn't peg you is a phrase. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> but in your mind, you got an image. John Pitchard, me and him. Me bent, you bent over. <laughs> Peg is pegging us Sorry. Sorry, John's mum. Listen. Oh god! Oh, <laughs> oh my days! Woo. But anyway, yeah. I wouldn't uh, have thought you were a Clutch fan. Bro, I fucking love Clutch, <laughs> man. Like, yeah, Electric Worry, Hot Barbara, no, Hot, hot Barbara, Hot Bottom Feeder, In Walks Barbarella. <laughs> I'm out of song. George, that's right, me. Um, I think Corey Taylor was on the uh, the. Uh, what's the what's uh, Ed Campbell's podcast off menu and they were talking about clutch and then they started talking about toy being like shitting and they said and then for some reason they were like a lot of uh, clutch's album titles sound like a euphemism for going to the toilet do they name some did you you, say you, just, you just named I don't know any clutch albums you oh, that, they were songs not albums. Or song or songs oh is it, is it I album? feel like some of the ones you just mentioned would fit that description. Oh, uh, Hot Bottom Feeder. Yes. <laughs> In Walks Barbarella. Oh, in fact, you know, the album titles, yeah. Sunrise on Slaughter Beach. Euphemism <laughs> <laughs> for having a shit. <laughs> Book of Bad Decisions. <laughs> Psychic Warfare. <laughs> Earth Rocker. <laughs> Blast it Tyrant. Works, it works what so well. What? No, this isn't real. Slow hole to China. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Clutches some dirty Pitch, man. Pitchfork and lost needles. <laughs> it gets worse. Uh, oh God, jam room. <laughs> jam room. That's what I call the toilet. Getting down to the old jam room. Oh God. Oh yeah, I love clutch. <laughs> Back to down though. Yeah, I actually know to be fair. Another band that I really love, Follow Clutch on the main stage, Alexis on Fire. My first tattoo was, was it? an Alexis on Fire lyric. What was it? From Happiness by the Kilowatt. So nice. this is continuous happiness. I saw that band. I saw them play that song last, I believe. Yeah, at their last. Yep. Last ever show at Brixton yep. Academy. I was there that night too. Oh, so that yeah. And that's why Before I Before we knew each other. That's why I got that tattoo. And um, I shed a single tear. Just like one. A, like an anime character. <laughs> and um, I, got, I was annoyed when they came back. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like. I, I was like, I'm glad you're back, boys. Yeah. But don't I got, call it a, don't call it a end, the end of the, <laughs> you, if you're going to come back. Don't come back. Yeah. If you're going to quit, don't gonna come quit. back. Don't, yeah. Because I got that tattoo to commemorate the emotion that I felt that night about the band breaking up and that being it. Yeah. But and I'm glad they're back. I, but, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, make up your fucking mind. Although it's a PR thing though, isn't it? I mean, I feel like, yeah, yes. Also, I can't if miss you if you, if you, you don't announce, go away. If you announce a breakup, 
I reckon like record sales. Yeah, record sales go up. Then you can go off, do whatever the fuck you want. If you're My Chemical Romance, each band member can have their own side project. Then once they've done that... Like the, a... Um, running a boat store from your attic. <laughs> <laughs> sales are through the roof. <laughs> Bro, where are you getting these from? You're on fire today. Oh, I like... Clutch's album title. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lex on Fire. Bloody love them. It's a weird, like, mix of... Um, I guess, like, the fan bases might not cross over too much. It depends on what's on the other stage. From Alexis into Disturbed. Into oh, Metallica. shit. Sorry. I thought you were talking about, like, uh, d- d- just from, like... But, yeah, I guess he was on the other stages. Because I feel like the first half of the day, you could... I mean, maybe it's not Clutch, but... It's very... Uh, cool and young and then you get the get into disturbed yeah opinions on disturbed i haven't seen them live in a very long time but i mean i like disturbed one of those bands where i feel like i know more songs than i give myself credit for yeah it's like i could probably list a good few disturbed songs right now that like i don't think i know but i probably do if they came on yeah like another way to die i think the line they were so heavily played on like music tv growing up Oh yeah, especially Silver Skulls. So I mean, yeah, probably just by watching those channels growing up, I probably know more than I. I mean, I've got a little story about Disturbed. You want to hear it? Go on. One time, I tore my head shapes. I wasn't meant to, but one of our someone was meant to tore my them. Backed out the day before, two days before. Was it Max? Was it? It was Max. <laughs> and he was like, "I was going to go with them anyway to do photos and that and videos." And Max was like, Ollie, can you tell my age? I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, sure. And he was, so I ended up doing it because <clears throat> like, why the fuck not? And the first show we ever, we did with them was Budapest Park, main support to Disturbed, 10,000 people. And it's like, I turned up with just me and the band in this little split, like, what's it called? Splitter band? Splitter band, yeah. And then they had like the hundreds of Disturbed crew there. And we, I was just so, I felt so out on my depth. Luckily, the mer- the, the venue sold the merch, so I didn't have to deal with that. Sick. But then it, it all, all went well, show went well. It was really hot that day. And then had a few drinks backstage mm-hmm. and I was smoking a cigarette. Sorry, mum. All right. Yeah. I don't smoke much. <laughs> um, I was having a cigarette backstage because it it's like an open, I don't know if you, Budapest Park is like an open air arena sort of thing. And I was having a cigarette and all of a sudden this security comes walking up to me. He's like, hey, 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 out the way. So he, he, I think he went, hey, cigarette, out the way. Hey, cigarette. <laughs> and then uh, he, so I was, like, I, was, I was like, okay, get out of the way. And then he he walked past and then David Draymond came behind him. And before, when the security walked through, before David Draymond came through, he went like that with the, to the smoke. No. <laughs> <In> the <air. laughs> So, oh, that's so extra! I was just like, oh. did they did they so throw like, rose so, petals on the floor as like, he walked past Dave, as well? Sorry, Dave. Big D. But then the, afterwards, the guitarist double D actually isn't he? Double yeah. D. The guitarist came out afterwards and said he really liked us. So, well, us well, shapes, but that's good. It was nice. But, but yeah, I just remember that. Hey, cigarette. Hey, cigarette. What? What did the smoke out? This big burly security guy just <laughs> like what does he do when he's in the fucking? <coughs> A club or something yeah, like in smoke, Europe. Or like a smoke machine goes off. Yeah. Oh my God, they can't breathe it in. 
like he just dives in front of the. Yeah. I'll save you, David. Puts, puts like a cloth over his face. <laughs> don't don't breathe in, David. Oh God. I've got you. What a story, T M Ollie. Yeah. Were you, First were you, and last time I ever TM. Were you a ruthless TM? Were you were you like, no, this is both cool, we're leaving now, or did you let him bend your arm a little bit? I got him on time to places, so yeah, it's all the matters. It's gay. Yeah. A lot of long drives we had. Yeah, know. I can imagine. Um and then who else we got? Oh, and then we Metallica got then we got Talica. And then we'll do the Sunday main stage and then we'll pick that's a long set, isn't it? Talica. Two hours. That? Yeah, two hours. <laughs> two hours. Yeah. Two two hour sets. Two hours of just drumming. Just just a lot of that. Just No, we can see that, yeah. Just that for two hours. Just just that. Two hours. We'll clip that. <laughs> Put that on the old Instagram. <laughs> Right, Sunday's main stage. This is fucking stupid, my friends. The who? This is possibly one of my favourite main stages of all time. Opening up Ooh. with the who. Yeah. Like, what a band to start your day with. Like, just straight in. Were they from, were they from like, Indonesia or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I want to say. Let's have a look. Mongolia. Mongolia. That's why. I, yeah. It's near it. Um... I've I'm aware of the Who, but apparently they are amazing live. Yeah, I, and they I play I a lot of so crazy instruments, including the horse head fiddle. The horse head fiddle. It's not vegan, is it? A Mongolian guitar and a jaw harp. Mm. But what a band to start the main main stage off. Yeah, and then that goes straight into Lorna. Fucking. I tell you sure. what, we were talking about bands that will um, wake you up on a, on yeah. a Sunday, <laughs> dude. We are not booking any press between like one and two on that Sunday. I'm seeing yeah. all of Lorna Shaw. I'm not Again, booking I, anything. I, I want to see absolutely all yeah. of it. I saw them at Bloodstock last year and they were fucking incredible. I missed them both nights on the as, Parkway Drive tour that they were on. As tight as you could imagine. Yeah. And plus just Will Ramos. Just Will Ramos' one vocals. of one. And Austin the drummer fucking rip. Big fan of that band. And then... And I'm a big fan of this band as my, well. My Indian brothers. Bloody, Bloody Wood. Wood. Dude. They've like, been killing it this year. Who was it? Didn't we chat to someone recently who was on tour with them? Lake Malice. Lake Malice were on yeah. tour with them. Wargasm have just finished the US tour with them. Yeah. They fucking... And great slot of download. Very good slot of download. Oh, actually, I've just... Wait, 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 wait. We're on a show. So they're on at Lonishon are on after Bloodywood. I think we're going from it's going from left to right. Uh oh that's weird. So Behemoth. What time are they on? Oh, I don't know what the, what, what are these times are. So it says Bloodywood are at, tw at midday. Right. Is this is the decent laid laid out weird. So the Lorna Shore are on one. See, this is where I'd I'd have gotten Behem I'd have put Behemoth down, I'd have put Electric Callboy there. So the run would have been Lorna Shore, I prevail, Electric Callboy Park. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just me. That's just me personally. But are you a Behemoth fan? I like to see them alive. Is it Nurgle? Is Nurgle. It? Nurgle's a very, very nice man. Yeah. Don't it's let like, the corpse paint fall you. Nah. Lovely, lovely man. I like, uh, it's one of those things where someone's in a black metal band and wears like 
makeup and stuff, you assume they're going to be like some Satanist. Satanist. I mean, yeah, but when you if you follow him on Instagram, he's such a lovely man. It's like it's got who, a little puppy and stuff. Who's that band with the lead singer who goes and d- does like the stuffed toy machines and then like his like his thing is he plays those stuffed toy machines, collects them, and then gives them to children's charities. I don't know. Oh. I do not know. What band is it? It's like Dying Fetus or someone like that. Is it? Yeah. It's like this. Why not Dying, Dying Fetus? Remember why, that? Yeah. Why not Dying Fetus? Are they playing this year? We'll find out. We'll find out. Then we've got I Prevail who. What what a year they've had. What a year. Have you seen them live yet? No, I missed them on the last tour. Oh, dude, you are in for a treat. I I love the clip. I posted it on the Forever Loud Instagram a few weeks ago of the the singer... Giving out the random facts. Giving out random facts <laughs> to the drummer. It's so wholesome. And they are just the most wholesome band as well. Speaking of wholesome... Uh, Parkway Bloody Drive. Oh. Some of the nicest men in metal. Yeah. And look at them. Look how nice. Look how just nice men they look. Yeah. Just friendly, friendly men. And then they step on stage and they what melt time, your faces with fire and riff. 6.40. Ooh. It's quite early that, isn't it? Yeah. But I guess because maybe if the if the stages alternate. Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Slipknot on that. I guess an hour after that. 9.15. That's quite a long time on the main gap on the main stage. Yeah. From eight till there's like an, an hour. hour and, an hour and 25 minutes yeah. in between. So that makes me think Electric Callboy have got a nice, a nice tasty slot. Makes me think that Slipknot going to have some big old production. Yeah, baby. Go on, Corey, or Chazza Tazza, as I like to call him. Right then, my friends, keep telling us in the chat if you're going to download Festival, who you're excited about seeing. We will continue breaking down this year's lineup and the must-see bands in our two of today's show, where we will also be joined by a band called Superlove, who have got a brand new album, which is coming out as of midnight, called... Oh, it's it is indeed. Oh, tomorrow, yeah, because tomorrow's Friday, of course. It is indeed. I don't even know what bloody day it is. <laughs> and the album's called Follow Noise. It's out to midnight. And when we first started this show, one thing that I was really excited about with it being live and the time that we're streaming from was getting interviews with bands before they go on stage at a gig. So a band that's at the venue, they're backstage, they've sound checked, they're going to be performing after the interview. I'm so excited to see how this goes. Hopefully their Wi-Fi connection's all right. But yeah. other than that, this should be really fun content. They'll be all pumped up, ready to rock a show. Hell yeah. It's a rock out. All jacked up on Mountain Dew. Right then, my friends, we will take a quick break. We will see you in hour two. Yes, my friends, and welcome back to hour two of the John Mahon Show. Powered, as always, by Forever fucking loud for a fucking loud yeah fuck yeah <clears throat> fuck we're on the internet so we can sorry swear as sorry john's mom <laughs> so let's jump back into download festival chat shall we yeah because we are running through uh must see bands on this year's lineup and next up is the opus stage the mark opus stage i'd say opus opus, opus. It's, def- it's definitely opus potato tomato i'm just putting the brummy twinge on it right it's the opus stage you call that a bloody I don't know. Bar- what do you call it do you call it balm balm or like a 
what do you call a bun? A bap. A, a bread roll. Who are the people that say like bap and butty? Oh no, so, butty to be fair, butty's very yeah. brummy. Chip butty. It's chip a chip butty. butty. But some people in this, this, the UK call it like a bomb cake or something. I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. Anyway, on the <laughs> Thursday. So this, the open stage is like, there's the second stage. Right, so it's, it? so, okay, cool. So it's second stage and main stage on the Thursday. Then let's go. Yep. The Bronx, I wish it was mariachi. Why? It's, I'm just a sucker. Don't like the Bronx. Sucker for a mariachi. The Bronx are great. Are a I'm great a band. sucker for a mariachi band. Well, to be fair, they, they usually do double duty when they're around. So maybe they'll be doing secret, the mariachi secret, somewhere else. Secret setting, is it? Yeah. Bring the gimmicks, boys. Bring then, the gimmicks. A hundred reasons. Classic UK rock legends. I'm not all that Aren't well you? versed with hundred reasons. If you were alive and kicking in the north, mid noughties, they were a Which big I was. deal. Yeah, but you, how old are you? Mid noughties, like twelve. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cherry bombs. Never heard of them. I swear there's a song by Cherry Bombs that I really like. Or maybe I'm thinking of another band. Let me have a look on Spotify. Because if it's who I think it is, they've got a banger. No, it's not. Cancer Bats, Cancer however. Bats. Oh, Great. my days. Lucifer's Rocking Chair. Steve. I didn't realize Steve is a full-time member. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he sort of joined them whilst he was in Fever. And then I, but I, Bro, I was that like... show's going to be yeah. What time are they on on Thursday? 2.45. 2.45. They probably clash with someone like Hot Milk or something then, don't they? Yeah. Uh, this is the Thursday, so no. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Let's go. Pussifer, old Maynard, James Keenan and co. He's, is that Tall Guy? That's Tall Guy, yeah. Is it? <laughs> One of his other bands that yeah. I don't really listen to. Because I'm, I'm a big Perfect Circle fan and Tall fan, but I never... Never... Never Pussifered. No. Yeah. Skindred, however. I would will always go and see Skindred live if I have the opportunity. As long as they don't clash with anyone. Yep. And Hailstorm, maybe? Yeah. I, I I've already forgotten who's on the fucking yeah. stage on so Thursday. I, we should have done this all in one go, but fuck it. Let's move on to the Friday on the second stage. This is where Start I'm intrigued the to see how they've laid this out. The warning. Never heard of them. I haven't either. Are we getting old, John? Or is everyone else the problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's everyone else that <laughs> it's is the, the kids <laughs> that are the problem. Yeah, not as well versed with the war. The thing is that there's a, there's a lot of bands I've heard of, yeah. but not heard Fucking so far. Elvana are playing. <laughs> oh, is that the Elvis Nirvana? Elvis Nirvana. <laughs> what time are they playing? It's 2.45, that's a pretty good slot. On the second stage. Asking Alexandria, however, that's way more us. Uh, Epica is now fronted by the download dog, apparently. <laughs> he was due a run. Yeah. Smashing to pieces. Asking Ali. Yeah, double A. The thing is, right, I do like them. I feel like there's a butt coming. <laughs> but have you seen the whole thing with the, the latest single? When they were like teasing it, they were like, you want it heavy, we're going to work back bringing you heavy so everyone's like oh shit they're gonna do some like metal like old style old, old style asking alexandria and really they just released a hard rock song with one like metal riff in it so everyone's like oh yeah it's not quite what we thought yeah like you have the we all know you can write 
fucking heavy songs because you've done it in the past. But this one is not a heavy song. Yeah. I am yet to listen to it. I'll, we should do a reaction to it if we've got time. Yeah. But I tell you what, if I do have time to make it over to Within Temptation, I would like to see a little bit of Within Temptation because What Have You Done is one of my favorite rock songs of all time. Really? What have you done now? I of all time. I've been waiting for someone like you. What a tune. See, I'm not... not um haven't been tempted by Within Temptation. It would only be if they played that song towards the tail end. Of yeah. Set and like, I'm trying to think if I know any... I'm obviously aware of them as a band, but I cannot think of any song names. Uh, they got that, Supernova, Sinead, which Scooter has done an amazing remix of. What a fucking weird... Bro, have you not heard that before? <laughs> no. Nah. I'm going to risk getting demonetized right now just, just for this, right? YouTube Scooter Sinead remix because you're about to have your mind fucking blown. Sinead. Sinead. It's S it's S I N. It's like the Irish spelling. Sin Ed. A E A D. Yeah. Sinead. Are you ready for this? the Scooter ad lib at the start is fucking wonderful. You've been waiting for them to book Scooter all your life, haven't you? I have. And I mean, DJ Fresh slayed it as Slammy. So I mean, download. <laughs> Why not have a closing set from good? One of the people Scooter. I was with on uh, the weekend, I was like, what was your favorite? Who's your favorite actor that slammed on? He was like, DJ Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 10 out of 10 answer. 10 out of 10 answer. Right. Who else we got on the main? No, it's the second stage. We're on Evan Essence closing out the second stage on the Friday. Evan's Essence. Evan's Essence. Very, very solid selection. So what time are Evan Essence on? Let's have a look. Yeah, that oh, Amy's coming out with Bring Me. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm calling it right now, my friends. I'm calling it. First song post encore. What's the song called? One day the only butterflies left will be in your chest as you march towards your death. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. Yep. I so, spent too long memorizing that because I was annoyed at botching it on the radio so many times. This second stage on the saturday is fucking killer <clears throat> let's have a look i'll tell you that for free three days grace let's start a riot a riot three days grace were what one of my favorite man. bands as a young very young teenager and uh, it was back in the day where i used to download illegally albums but i but it wasn't like now where you can just download a full album that I've heard. Um, but so I had to download, I downloaded the tracks individually from like LimeWire and then I'd burn them onto a CD and then I'd print out the album artwork, artwork oh, and I'd put them in the CD. Bootlegs. And one of the albums was the Three Days Grace. <laughs> That's know. phenomenal. Ollie's Backyard Records. But it was at the time where all the, all the files were like different bit rates and different qualities. So some of them were like mastered way higher than the others. So the, the volume <laughs> level between songs is all over the place. That's incredible. I'd come to your CD shop. I reckon you'd have a pretty decent record collection as an old school DJ. You know, the ones you turn up with the The thing stage. is, like, we're the generation where everything got digitized. Yeah. So, like, my dad has got so many CDs and records because obviously that was, like, that was what he grew up with. Or, like, well, that, he was just, a, he was, everything he had was physical. My And obviously when we, you know, um, 
early well, in our teenage years that's when digital started to take mm. over so I, I guess i did have a lot of cds to begin with but i think i just got rid of most of them yeah I mean. well i mean i when i first started djing dj on cds and yeah. would quite literally burn two CDs with the same song selection on them. And there was an hour's worth of music, so I could flip between the desks on each of them. I think, that, yeah, like most people do just bring like USBs now, don't they? USB sticks, yeah. And then there's mugs like me walking around with a massive controller, giving myself back issues. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, also oh, get back into download. Stray from the fucking path. Oh my God. We saw them support. Beartooth earlier on in the year. What a band. Great, great band. I honestly like, they don't, I, they, in my opinion, they should be way bigger than they are. Their yeah. last three albums have been fucking top notch. Every rich white kid's got something yeah. to say. Shut the fuck up. And that was pre Craig as well. Uh, Shout out, Mr. Static Reynolds. Dress, winners of. HMA HMA Awards also played at it was best UK breakthrough live wasn't it yeah yeah they won an award for live imagine how good they'll be at download people were saying they were amazing at slam dunk motionless and white was so good as support to Beartooth I'm again the motionless and white (coughs) to me are like skin dread in the fact that I won't I don't really listen to them on record Mm. But I'll see them live because I think they're really good live. Yeah, man. Like, are and they the one hell of a show, man? Are they the ones with the song that starts? You're my motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. And they had a, they've got a song with um, a feature from Not Loose, well Brian from Not Loose, and the end bit, the end breakdown is just well in the in the record, it's Brian just screaming for about a minute, well not a minute, just like this big long <sighs> build up until the breakdown. And I saw it was unfortunately they didn't do it at the show we were at, but on some of the European shows, uh, Caleb came out and did oh, that a bit. Oh, imagine, imagine! I suppose at a show like Wembley though, Caleb does want to save his pipes. Yeah, and his first walk out on stage. Some of those after Wembley, they did a few more arenas yeah. in, in around Europe. Huge, huge shows. Back into DL Saturday, Carcass, Liverpudlians. Are they? Scousers? Yeah, I think so. Carcass. <laughs> they don't talk like that. I'm pretty sure I, I've in, I've interviewed them once and they were like... Scousers. You're right, you're right, you're right, pal. i tell you who's also from Liverpool. Simple, Simple plan. Yeah. 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 Good old Pierre. <laughs> Pierre Bovier. All right, it's Pierre. <laughs> welcome to Simple plan. This is welcome to my life. Welcome to my life. <laughs> Just, he's, he's like a Ben... Barlow when he sings it just sounds American. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited to try and see Simple Plan. Superlove are in the chat. Are you in the Zoom, Superlove? Oh. Have you got the Zoom link? <laughs> we did send you the link. Have you got the link? It's lovely that you're in the chat. Hello. There should be a link. Superlove. Get in the Zoom, love. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Ollie singing for you, which is even more beautiful. We will join Link. We will see you very shortly. Well, my friends, now's a good time to pause and tell you that our second guest on today's show 
is one of the hottest up and coming bands that we could hope to talk to at the moment. So hot, in fact, that they have got a brand new album, which is going to be dropping tomorrow, about four hours time. As of midnight, their latest record. If you're in Australia, oh, it's, it's out right now. It's out right now if you're Australian. But it's called Follow Noise. It is out at midnight. Oh, hello. <laughs> Let, oh. oh, here we go. How are you guys doing? Yes, we have. We're in. Oh <laughs> we made it. Baby, we oh made it. Oh, my God. Dude, apologies <laughs> about that. Yeah, I've just looked at the email. For some reason, the link to the Zoom wasn't in the email. The, all the useless information, oh like God. the time and shit, that was in there. John was like, just, uh, just make one up. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Guys, I, guys I'm so sorry. I, I feel like that's partly my fault as well. And that's just crazy. But yeah, good to uh, good to chat to you. It's all good. It's it's all really? on our head. We we are new and learning as we go. Thanks for coming on. How how close are you to stage time right now? Um, we're going on at about quarter to ten. So I think okay, you go an hour or so. Holy shit! This is fucking awesome. Talk to us at the moment about what backstage is like for you this evening with a record coming out at midnight. Um, it's pretty mad because we, we actually are selling the vinyls for the new album like downstairs. So I feel like there's people there who might just like buy it and just run off home <laughs> and go and like <laughs> listen to it five hours early. But um, yeah, it's good. It's good. I've just been left alone up here. So it feels rather bleak right now. But <laughs> how are you guys anyway? You all right? We are all good and we're all the better for you joining us as well. Thank you ever so much for asking. And like, what, what has today been like for you? What times did you wake up? What time did you get to the venue? Like how manic has it been having show day and album launch all within the same 24 hours? Honestly, I don't, I don't think I want to do it like this again. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, we all... <laughs> We all got up like quite early and we all went and got a haircut by our mate Harry, who's like our barber mate. He sorted us out. So we got a nice looking Shout haircut Harry. for the for the evening and the show. But it's it's been mad. It's been mad. I feel like this is probably the only time I've had to like just sit down. But um I like that. It's good, right? I, I suppose it's a positive thing. <laughs> I guess it's good to be back, back in the swing of things, tour, album. Yeah. And I was listening yeah, to the 100%. I was listening to the singles on the way here. Sun was out. It's a very nice. The, the well, the songs I've heard so far are very good, like summary tracks. I think you've you've got like such a good talent in writing those sort of hooks. It was it was a really nice drive here today. Oh, I appreciate that so much. That's that's one thing that you think about when you're like writing these songs is as they start to come together. You're like, how would this go down? Like in the summer, like windows down, driving. Would the, would it work? And I feel like maybe easier out of all the singles yeah. so far that probably works the best but um yeah i'm glad I'm, that's so cool to hear i love it hell yeah and in terms of the band as well like you guys seem to be just taking over in terms of popularity like there's a lot of big fans of yours already like i noticed also i was looking at your instagram account earlier like ollie sykes is following you which is is that's a that's a good fan the to ollie have. sykes the ollie sykes not the oldie sykes no the <laughs> the oliver yeah i mean like have you have you noticed that have you had like you know peers in bands reaching out and giving you like really positive feedback yeah to be fair that that is like that's quite a big thing, which has only just started happening for us, and which is like the coolest thing ever. Because obviously, who doesn't love Bring Me? And they're like one of our favorite bands. Like, 
grew up listening to them and like saw them like went and saw them up in Birmingham and I've seen them like loads of times and so the moment he like just like followed us we had to like slide in and just let him know that he's a hero and stuff and he replied as well a couple times and um, we had Jordan Fish as well from the band like messaging us and we were just like what the hell is going on this is just crazy but I feel like that's like one of the highest compliments is like when it's someone who's like your idol who's like reaching out you're like your mind is just like what I can't even comprehend this right now but well, I, I, think, I think it's um, good so um, I think a super love support on a bring me tour would be a really good fit because you've got the the heavies you've got the heavy riffs and you've got the sort of poppy electric parts which bring me yeah. uh, very much doing at the moment I think that would, would you be... imagine that that would just be absolutely terrifying I mean he did say like I won't hold this to you Ollie but he did say like we'll have to get you on a show or some shows and we were like just message him right. every day yeah do you remember that time when you when are you, when are you gonna when are you gonna ask us yeah you guys going on tour uh what do you reckon <laughs> i mean like, we're free those entire yeah. dates it's like uh should we just should we just turn up then on on tour you, oh, just, are you, gonna... you imagine you just block us <laughs> like, like we just get blocked and then that would be it just turn, turn yeah. up at loading all right guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, yeah. that's amazing jacob well as i said thank you ever so much for joining us today and like as we've told people who are watching right now you are coming to us live backstage from a show like we have been so excited to finally have an artist on who is backstage about to perform at a show like what's the atmosphere like backstage whereabouts are you in the dressing room area at the moment like how close are you to stage or oh, yeah. in john's head oh, it's like yeah. motley crew backstage <laughs> look at this this is like glamour i'm on my own it's quite nice quite decent sized room that's just a good bit of space yeah it's all right. We got a little fridge and we got a kettle. That's that's all we need to be fair, like a cup of tea or something. But no, I've, I just said, boys, like, I'm like, come on, it's interview time. Leave, <laughs> leave me be. But no, it's it's pretty chill. To be fair, we're not like very, we're not a very exciting band. Like we don't really like. I don't know. I I feel like it's all channeled in with like the songs. We don't. We're just pretty yeah. normal. To be honest, we don't like go overboard with like when we're on tour and stuff. It's just fairly chill. But hey, that's 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 how we like it. So. Yeah, it's just chilled. Hummus on the rider, though, yeah? Oh, mate, hummus in the fridge right now. I just had something. <laughs> like, it's insane. It's got to be done, right? <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about everything that is going to be happening after Midnight Hits. The lead-up to this point for a band is arduous. It's stressful. It's a very long process putting together a full-length album. But after what I imagine is months, if not years' worth of work, Follow Noise will be out in just shy of, what, four or five hours' time? Like, yeah. where, where did this whole journey begin? Where was the birthplace of this record? You know, it, it actually like, started like this time, I'd say, last year like start of summer last year we we did an album last year in april it came out and then we were like pretty on it with like writing the next bunch of stuff because we, we were playing some shows around that time and we were like learning from our first album what the crowd like reacts to the strongest and we were like well we've just got to get back in and start writing some stuff that sounds like this because this just seems to be the way for us and it was songs like on the first album like save yourselves and a song called Wanna Love You as well, which were like combining those like big bouncy riffs and sing along like choruses, which we were like, I think this needs to be our sound. So it started, yeah, last summer. 
And then, you know what, we didn't, we booked the studio time and we were away for like three weeks, but we didn't finish writing before we went away. We decided let's make this more fun for ourselves and try and see what we can do when we're away. And I feel like that was the best option for us because a lot of on our first album, everything was done, like literally every single hook, melody, like lyric. So all it was was like retracking a lot of stuff, which is fun. Like it can be fun in its own way, but I feel like for us, it was it was just nice to go in with, hardly anything done and just see what happens yeah, and it fresh, was really like, cool you know i guess sometimes it's nice to maybe get another opinion or just hear it through like as you're recording it and be like oh maybe this yeah. maybe we could go this way for this part and not be yeah. like set in your ways with like a structure or anything absolutely yeah the, the reactions like it's more like raw it's like yeah like the initial reaction like can get you a bit more excited for what you're doing and and it was cool because we did we it was literally like a song a day we were like spend the night before after we'd finished recording thinking what we're going to do tomorrow and i'd like play a little bit of a demo and the other guys would be like yeah let's do that tomorrow and then vice versa with john in the band as well he'd have a little idea of something it would be like we'd all be on the same page like yeah we'll do that tomorrow and get it all ticked off and that was really cool really cool way of doing it to be fair so was it, it was you and john that's um you basically started the band right and it was uh because I think I spoke to you briefly at 2000 Trees last year and you were saying that you were you were in like other bands growing up and stuff and then playing a bit more heavier music and then you came together to form this project. Can you give us like a, le- a little brief history? Nice origin story. Yeah. <laughs> nice origin. Yeah, like it was, I was bitten by a spider. <laughs> um, so cool. John, Super love. Start, yeah. John started the idea for the band and he was in like heavier stuff. And I think he went to see bands like Shikari and LTA and was like, this for me combines what I love about heavy music and what I love about like pop music as well with like the catchy choruses they do and, and stuff like that. And that's like my bag in the band is like catchy choruses, like vocal melodies and like little production like little tips and tricks and stuff so it was really cool we we met through a, a mutual friend and then we just like hit it off straight away best mates and we just like would write every other week and stuff and just found it so easy to work together and and then yeah uh, last year tom joined the band officially as well which was really cool to get like solidified drummer because it's hard when you're a duo it's like you start to feel a bit like you're a production songwriting duo yeah. for this thing you don't feel like a band really in a weird way um, so now we feel like a band and it's like, oh, thank God for that. Because that is everything we love about making music is just being mates and like messing around and having a laugh and stuff. You know, that's most important for us. So yeah, that's I've, a brief. I've always felt that with like some bands that have two, it's like the two main members and then they have like another band who's always there, but they're not officially in the band. <laughs> like I feel yeah. a bit bad for them. It's been left out all the time. Yeah, it's, it's like that other guitarist from Green Day. Yeah. Like Green Day is definitely a four-piece <laughs> oh, band, yeah. but he just gets nothing. Like, no press shots, no, like, occasionally gets, like, a little podium when they play live. Imagine he gets yeah, paid. Imagine he gets paid well. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, Incredible. Well, that's an amazing origin story that has led us to this point. And, I mean, I'm... I'm interested to find out like what you guys are going to be doing on stage this evening with an album coming out tonight. Like, is it the case that you've loaded up the set with a couple of songs that are maybe album tracks that people are going to hear as of tomorrow, but won't actually be able to hear now? Or is it yeah your standard set list plus the singles, or are you actually going to give people like a little early taste tonight? You know, what? that's a, that's a great question. Cause that was something we were like thinking about 
quite a lot on what what do we do? Do we play something off the album that's unheard? And I think we decided against it because we were like, this is like so soon after the album. I mean, it's not even soon after, is it? It's not even out. What am I on about? But um, yeah, I think I think we were like, let's just stick to like the singles and like some stuff off the first album because we haven't really played these towns and cities since the album came out. So it's nice to sort of have a bit of both, like, you know, the last album and, and some deluxe songs as well. So, yeah, we're just playing the singles tonight, but we were tempted to chuck something in. But I thought, ah, oh, what if it doesn't go down so well? And people, I mean, you want people to be singing along, right? And yeah. jumping along. And if they don't know it, they're like, yeah, that's cool. Maybe maybe we could, like, sneak out a vinyl and they could go hear it. <laughs> have you got, have you got, have you got right. your record player with you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got my portable. <laughs> well, that was amazing. I mean, speaking of Bring Me The Horizon, like we mentioned a couple of times on the show that Ollie and myself were in Malta when Bring Me debuted Strangers for the first time. And like the way they worked it that evening, Ollie just got on the mic and was like, right, do you want to hear a new song? And basically just taught them the chorus. So for future reference, if it was something that the band are debating about and you ever do find yourself in this position again, oh, just, that's a just, great show. just teach them the chorus. As long like, as it's like a simpler chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it can't be like oh, a bohemian rhapsody chorus yeah. but yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> but, got to be one of the simple ones yeah yeah oh that's a sick idea you know what actually funny enough like limp biscuit i think before dad vibes came out they just played it down the pa yeah song, i remember but that. the next song they didn't even like play it live sick play it on the PA. that's so cool <laughs> i just think so badass fred Durst just walks his <laughs> it was at the end of that lollapalooza yeah, yeah, yeah. set which it was the first time he debuted yeah, as like it. dad fr- daddy durst oh yeah i remember that the yeah, the, yeah, the, the one, Papa Durst game. Yeah. And at the end of the set, it was like, see you later. And they just played that song. <laughs> the that's so... <laughs> Imagine being that cool. Like, you could just do that. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, there's a reason why Daddy Durst is taken over the internet by storm at the moment. Is there any <laughs> yeah. new songs off the new record that you can't wait for people to hear? Is there any, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, personal favourites? Like, um, there's a song called Overdrive, which we've actually done a video for, which is coming out tomorrow, which is Ooh. like going to be our focus single for the album. And it's like, it's just because, because with easier, we sort of like lent away from the riff riffy type thing for like one song, just to say like, we can, this is also around, you know, yeah. so we're hitting straight back with like massive riff, uh, tomorrow morning, like Overdrive, which I just can't wait for that people to hear that one. Yeah. Did you get, good. did you get much pushback? from the lack of riffs in easier because usually when bands who are synonymous with a certain sound the gatekeepers that make themselves <laughs> known because they know your music better than you do in case you weren't aware like was there many people at this point in your career saying oh why have you fucking not given me a riff on this one you know what we were actually like slightly worried about that when doing this album because i feel like on the first album it was so kind of all over the place and that that was that was the like what we wanted to do anyway but it felt like let's not mess people around so much this time but but the thing is we were like well how do we sneak in like the sludgy low guitars and i feel like we managed to do it like stealthy enough so that it sort of has gone unnoticed so the people who really like pop stuff are like oh it's a great pop song i love this and that but the people who like the heavier stuff can hear those like sludgy guitars and they're like they're like yes, yeah, yes. Plus we made that we made the yeah, we made the tempo like proper jumpy as well. So like you know, it's still you can move to it a bit as well. That's you know important. But I was I was saying oh, I was thinking earlier, your music is very much like how a lot of people's music tastes are nowadays. I feel like a lot of people aren't just oh I'm a metal kid or I'm a pop punk kid or whatever. People listen to everything now, and I think the mix of heavy and light is just something that a lot of people just are, are into now. It's not 
I think when I was growing up, there's so much identity of like genres, and but I think mm. it's not so much the case anymore. And I think your music uh, like reflects that really nicely. Oh, that's a, that's a massive compliment. To be fair, because like, yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? When I, especially when I was growing up, I was like proper into like pop punk. That was my thing, and John was into metal. But I feel like w- when we started the band, like one thing that we wanted to do is we started like experimenting a bit more. Was like well, let's write songs that we'd love our favourite bands to sort of do or we'd like to exist. So instead of us, like, that, that's our, like, attitude to when we, like, write some more of the experimental stuff. It's like, let's wish this into the world that, yeah, like you said, combines, like, the heavy, heavier side with yeah. the pop side. Because everyone loves, like, a poppy, catchy melody. Like, you can't deny that. And sometimes a riff, like, so, you know, even if you're not into your, like, heavy music, people go yeah fair enough so it was just like that really just came together pretty straightforward i do like how to demonstrate that you pulled out the synonymous upside down grin which goes alongside like a yeah the, a, the, the highest form of compliment, yeah the metal head sign of a good riff is just you, that facial expression. and a lot of your riffs are very like do you use like that like detune pedals and stuff because some of them sometimes they come in and it's just like it's like yeah oh that's that's cool you pick up on that yeah like, a lot of it's done like um to be fair like on an eight or nine string um, it? that john john has yeah like he's he's proper into all that and there is like we used to use a baritone as well and then yeah. like we we also like what we do is like we add in like synth bass as well as the real bass yeah yeah that's even like trick, lower just to like sludging it up so um yeah that's cool you pick that out that's sick love that yeah i've, I've heard a lot of bands yeah, like underneath the bass they'll do like a sort of really dirty like sub bass, just yeah. crunched up sub bass underneath, just to add that extra, the extra ball. Oh, I, I, <laughs> just I, the girth. Yeah, yeah the I, girth. I love any influence from dance music that bands like take and put onto their kinds of sounds. Because like I've been saying it for years, man. Like the relationship between rock music and dance music is like that. It's like they're they're mm-hmm. so close to each other in terms of sounds. I mean, you look at you know producers like Excision and Phase One, who have been making some of the gnarliest dance music over the last couple of years, and it's like that's just metal. Also, like Pendulum, Pendulum when yeah. they play live are pretty oh, much a rock it, band with mm. electric elements. Oh yeah, hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, yeah. speaking of influences as well, one thing I wanted to ask you, I hate doing the where'd you get your band name from question, but with you listing off LTA mm. and Shikari as some of your influences, is it from Broco, Super Love? Yes, it is. Um, well, actually, it's, it's two two things. So John is like a huge Charlie XCX fan. <sighs> and when we met, we both like really bonded over Charlie XCX and Don Broco. And they both have a song called Super Love. Um, I mean, it, it lent more towards the Don Broco side, like that album and, and stuff. I just thought that's a, such a sick band name. And like, yeah. so we're having that. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's like a bit of both, really. Like Charlie, yeah, she's got a, one of her first songs called like Super Love. And that was quite cool to combine like what we were going to do with like her poppy sort of side, you know, hyper pop type thing. And then, yeah, a bit of the bit of the rock goodness as well. So, that, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Have you had a chance to meet Mr. Damiani or any of the Broco boys yet? You know what? I haven't, but the guy who mixed our album, Tom Corey, has like partied with them, um, like backstage after their Raw Albert Hall thing, because he was with like uh, Romesh, a producer. Yeah. So sick. he met he met them before us, and we were like, "Damn, that's uh, that's sad." <laughs> One well, day, I could yeah. imagine it's gonna it's gonna be a beautiful meet when you boys finally like, get again. To I think you'd be a great fit on yeah. a, a Broco tour. Yeah, you'd be well, a great shout for support. Do you think people would be like? 
these guys that just ripped these guys off. Perhaps they'll come up to us and be like, you. (laughs) But then there's like, um, the story so far, uh, their band name's from a newfound glory song so i'm like true. they probably they probably toured together i imagine yeah like, yeah 100 percent. like there's a, there's a long chain especially in the pop punk scene of bands taking their names from yeah. lyrics or song titles from other bands and then like emulating the things that influenced their sonical output like through mm. their music as well and i don't think it like knowing the broco boys it's something they are 100 percent going to be flattered by and i look forward to you finally getting to have that conversation with them one day oh. But can you imagine? But let's <laughs> let's talk about the rest of your year. Obviously, album drops at midnight. I know you've got a tour. It's either happening this year. Is it this year? The tour happening? It's happening right now, John. No, it's in, there's more tour. There's more, more tour. tour. There's more, oh yeah, there's, there's more tour <laughs> yeah. later on in the year. Yeah, um, there's there's a few things in the works, but I can't, I can't remember what was confirmed on it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're only away at the moment. Like, yeah, tonight's the first night, and then we're we're finishing up like next Wednesday, so it's only like a short thing. But yeah, to get back out there after the album's like settled is is the plan. Uh, bring me the horizon. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> when are you? Um, you're on Birmingham in Birmingham this tour, aren't you? That? Yeah, next week, uh, next Monday, I believe. Ooh, should we try and, try and get along, John? It, if hey, I wasn't if DJing wanna... in Portsmouth, I would. Oh, John, what an excuse. Yeah. Hey, Good. if plans change, let us know. We'll get you on the old list. But yeah, <laughs> that's no very, stress. That's very, very cool. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely try and get down. Hell yeah. Do you know, can you remember off the top of your head what venue it is in Birmingham? Um, Sunflower Lounge. Sunflower, great venue. Banging town been. as well. Never great, been. Great be venue. Good. Yeah, it's it's a proper sweaty one in there though. Like, Sick. like dre- dress accordingly. I like, see so you've got like quite a thick shirt on at the moment. <laughs> Ditch that. Like you won't need that. Like at Sunflower Lounge. <laughs> like, skins. Just sleeves off. Just rip these off. <laughs> Take a leaf off oh, John's page. Oh, yeah. He doesn't wear sleeves yeah. anymore. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. Sleeveless. Yeah, it's unreal. Just Mate, just get just get arms real. like that. <laughs> If I had arms yeah. like that, these sleeves would be right off. But yeah, right. <laughs> Same. I I also suffer because I'm a very hairy man as well. So like I need I just need as much ventilation as I can get from all <laughs> angles. Otherwise, I just start evaporating on places. But Jacob, thank you ever so much for your time today, my friend. But before oh. before we do get out of here, one thing that I wanted to ask you as with this record coming out at midnight, if you could pass a message on to the super love fans that have either been with you since day dot or the super love fans that are maybe just joining and finding you on this journey. Like what message would you like to say to them? I think guys, it's going to be a roller coaster with our band. Like, you know, that's something that goes without saying, but this album, we've definitely focused in more of a sound, which seemed to have like reacted really well off the first album. So, um, yeah, expect a little bit of a roller coaster but it's like one of those from like legoland for like under 12s or something like that it's not going to (laughs) be something crazy so it's not oblivion left turns but it's not as exaggerated (laughs) as the first album so yeah there we are what, reference. what a message Jacob thank you ever so much for your time my friend and once again my friends the brand new Super Love album Follow Noise comes out at midnight make sure you stream it as soon as possible but Jacob we won't take up any more of your time oh. my friend because you've got to get on the stage this evening I've got to go boy okay, gotta rock. Gotta rock out <laughs> thanks for having me no, well, honestly thank you so much for the support and thanks for having me it's been sick I'm sorry it took so long to get here it's <laughs> all <laughs> us it's all us my friend you don't need to apologise for anything <laughs> Have a good evening, boys. How are you? Yeah, Take up, my friend. One time, my friend. Love Jacob from Super Love. <laughs> Yo! That was good, wasn't it? Hell yeah. Finally, got, once we got him on. 
<laughs> the stress of the, the Zoom. Oh God, my Zoom debacle. My internal organs fell out of my arsehole when that happened. <laughs> you left me of all people to try and fucking kill time. Kill time, and I was like, Ollie's worst nightmare is to be put on the spot. And I was like, so um, <laughs> what's what's going on, guys? Also, yeah. can we just give one of those to Ollie, by the way, for that phenomenal edit that he did on our slam dunk coverage. If you haven't watched that video, please check out my Edit wasn't the best, but I did do it very hungover. So that's the most Bro, the impressive, edit that's the most impressive part. Because I had to rush through it because I was like, I need to get it out. It's still better than anything I'd have churned out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was very hungover that day. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Ollie is... A closeted party animal. You wouldn't believe it looking at him. He looks so innocent. Closeted. Like, <laughs> and like cuddly. Like This face holds the scars of many a night out. Many a night out. Speaking of Max Such as well, actually. It's haggard as fuck. <laughs> but my friends, we will see you back live on the 15th of June. In the meantime, keep your eyes and ears peeled on this page for our download festival special. Yes, indeed. But all that's left for me to say, my friends, is my name's John Mahon. Peace and love. Stay alive. And I'm Ollie Rout. Go fudge yourself. Aww. Sorry if there's any kids listening. Uh, see Now's when you start caring. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a show. Wow. What's um? Who is it? Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that does terrible. Wow. Wow. Solid Owen Wilson game going on at the end of episode seven. My friends, thank you ever so much for listening to the John Mahon show. Once again, before we get out of here, not only do we really appreciate you listening this far, but if you would be so kind as to like, to subscribe, to head over to YouTube, drop a subscription over there, follow us on social media at John Mahon show and forever loud net on all the socials same name however the website is the website is www.forever-loud.com where you can go for all of your music news my friends we have got a very very special episode eight for you a very special download festival special donnington <laughs> Hell yeah, we chatted to loads of bands. Tons of bands. Motions and White. Yep. We talked to Defavana. Yep. We talked to Mimi Barks. Mimi Barks. We talked to Phyllis Vampire Killers. Yep. You remember more than I do. <laughs> loads of bands. Punk like, Rock Factory. Yeah. Lake Malice. Stand Atlantic. Stand Atlantic. Loads. Yeah. Loads for loads a right download treat. Yeah, it's going to be probably one of the longer pods. Yeah, but not don't have to edit anything out of this, really, because there's no music video. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> all chat, no filler. But all that's left for us to say today is my name's John Mahon. Peace and love. Stay alive. And I'm Ollie Rout. Go love yourselves. Ooh.